This is Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, podcast coach, and transformational speaker, Joe Winters Jr. Now I've been in this business a long time. God gave me the gift of a strong mind. And when I step foot on a pad, the good and the bad, they just come by. Never done trying. I do it, I do it, till each time I do it, it's done right. Ooh. And God left his signature on me, so how could I ever be unsigned? See, everyone has got a gift, not anonymous, but God given. Welcome to another episode of Daily Path Podcast. I am your host, Joe Winters Jr., coming to you with the number one goal of making the rest of our life the best of our life. I want to thank each and every last one of you for being a part of the best podcast audience in the entire world. I know I say it each and every show, but I love showing my gratitude to each and every last one of you because you come back on a weekly basis to get the tips, tools, and motivation that you can apply in your daily path, but also while doing that, you are supporting me and my cause, which means the most to me. Today, I am bringing on a special guest by the name of Chris West. He is a marketing speaker, and I truly do believe that he is going to bring you some information that you can use for your life, whether you're trying to um, get a better job, whether you're trying to start um, your own company, or whether you have started your own company, but you need some help when it comes to marketing as a small business owner. So we're gonna go ahead and take a lesson from our sponsors, and then we're gonna be bringing on our special guest, Chris West. Here's our sponsors. God put us all on this earth for a reason unique to each person. Have faith that it lives, embrace it. Don't be afraid if you fail. The biggest mistake you can make is to quit. Today's episode is brought to you by Chipotle, the best place in the world to get a burrito or bowl. My personal favorite is the bowl, double chicken, no rice, no beans, extra cheese, and cilantro. Visit your local Chipotle to get the best burrito or bowl you will find. I promise you, they won't disappoint. Today's episode is brought to you by Marissa's Pet Service. If you're in the DFW area and tired of leaving your pup alone while you're away at work, enroll in Marissa's Pet Service Doggy Daycare to get your pup the paw fix solution for more interaction and playtime. If you decide you want to take a vacation, your monthly membership includes 14 vacation days that allow you to drop your pup off while you're away. Visit marissalejune.com, that is M-A-R-I-S-S-A-L-E-J-U-N-E.com, and use promo code DAILYPATH to receive 10% off your monthly membership. The link will also be included in the show notes. Again, use promo code DAILYPATH to receive 10% off your monthly membership. Today's episode is brought to you by No Grind, No Glory. If you're ready to stop playing with your health but don't want to go to the gym, I suggest you try No Grind, No Glory's home workout program. The program offers new monthly home workout videos, personal development videos, weekly accountability texts, and a private Facebook community filled with individuals looking to achieve the same goals. Pay a one-time fee and get access for the entire year. Stop playing with your health and claim your three-day free trial by visiting nogrindnoglorytx.com forward slash homeworkout.html. Click the box that says Daily Path sent you and receive $50 back after being enrolled in the program for 21 days. The link will be included in the show notes. Again, the link is nogrindnoglorytx.com forward slash homeworkout.html. God put us all on this earth for a reason unique to each person. Have faith that it lives. Embrace it. Don't be afraid if you fail. The biggest mistake you can make is to quit. Welcome back to Daily Path Podcast. We now have special guest Chris West on the line with me. Chris, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. Good to be here. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. If you don't mind, can you please briefly introduce yourself to the audience? Sure thing. So um, my name is Chris N. West, and currently I'm a marketing speaker and a digital marketing uh, consultant as well. And 
Currently, I help organizations try to get more profit and results through making online tools and getting to be more productive with their team. And I do this through training and speaking engagements. And beforehand, I worked at Google as a marketing specialist where I get got mainly most of my experience training small business owners and decided to start my own business. So here I am. Most definitely. How was it working for Google? It was great. I think uh, there's, I took away so many uh, lessons. One is meeting so many different people from different areas of the country and outside of the country and learning how to work with different personalities. Uh, that was, that was a really, so it's uh, really competitive because, you know, everybody uh, wants to work there. So when you get there, everybody's really competitive. So it really helped me to be at the top of my game. And also one thing about companies like that is they are always trying to have the newest technology, the newest, try the newest things. So we had about, I would say in a span of two years, it was about five different roles in that, uh, in that job. And so, you know, I got to learn how to, to adapt really quickly. And beforehand, I wasn't really that type of person. I like to stick to the same routine, you know, but that taught me how that if something comes up, you got to be able to change up. You have to be able to change up and adapt. So really, really quickly. Man, that's, that's powerful, especially the um, adapting part. You also mentioned, um, which I'm sure we are all aware of, that it's very competitive to work for a company like Google. For individuals that possibly would like to work for a company like Google, do you have any tips to share with them on how they can land a position with a company like Google? Oh, yeah, sure. So one, one thing you want to do is just try to stand out. When it comes to, like, before I got the job, I was working, I was, I was a college student. And one thing I noticed is a lot of companies in general, they want to see that you have experience, that you have some type of experience outside of just your regular education. So for me, that experience was I was a, a leader in organizations within the university. So just mm. that stands out from so many other students. So and then I was active in the community as well as a little bit as, as well, because there's so many students out there that they just strictly go to school. And then after they graduate, that's when they want to try to get these good jobs. But a lot of these jobs are competitive. So you got to figure out how can you set yourself apart? And then I think what uh, stood out about my resume is I made sure that I marketed myself to stand out. So I had a website back then. So on my resume, they had a, they could click on the website and mm -hmm. they go to the website and they see that the stuff that I've done that I'm a, that I presented in the past and then that automatically stands out. And I think I remember, I just remember, thought about it now, but I remember looking at my data and I saw that somebody looked at my website from where, the, where they're doing the interviews, where, where they're looking for candidates. So I was like, man, that stuff is really working, right? So yeah, so these days it's really important to, to stand out because those jobs are competitive. Most definitely. You said some things that I don't think many college students really think of the first one is having a website like to be in a position where you made a website for yourself um was your website pretty much in portfolio form yeah yeah it was pretty yeah portfolio form it wasn't like the like the type of websites i have right now where it's like the different seven eight different tabs it's more so one of those about me and then have three four tabs 
But I mean, that's all you need, <laughs> you know, like that's all you need to stand out really. Cause again, just like you said, it's like not many people have that, have a website, but yeah, it was a portfolio and uh, some of the pages I just put the about me, what I've done, uh, some pictures, which is really important too, for many different careers so they can get to know you. And then, so before the, even before the interview comes along, they feel like they already kind of have experience of who you are and they know what they're walking into versus just a, a black and white resume. But yes, it was, it was just like a basic about me. Man, that is, that is deep. Um, for those of you that are in college and you're listening, I, man, go make you a website. <laughs> um, and then also the other thing that you spoke about was not only being in organizations on college grounds, but being in leadership positions of those organizations. How was that like? And what were some of the organizations you joined when you were in college? So uh, I joined, it's called American Marketing Association. So it's the biggest marketing association and they have a lot of professional chapters for professionals. And also they have chapters in a lot of universities. So I decided to join that. I joined as just like a regular, like a regular member. And I was like, man, this is really helpful because it really teaches you how to learn about marketing before you graduate. So I was like, man, let me, let me try to see if I can get good at this. And so I started off as a secretary. And then I think at a, after a year and a half, I was the president of the organization. And that right there, I think that was probably my first uh, leadership kind of uh, feeling, you know, like actually leading an organization. I think, uh, I think back then we had about 20, 30, 20 to 30 people and then about eight board members. So it was my first experience trying to like set up, but it set up an event uh, holding meetings, you know, like uh, make sure, making sure that uh, we have programs during the year that students can come and learn about marketing and th different things uh, of that nature. But it was, it was, it was, and it was a little bit challenging because that took up, it's like a part-time job. It's like if you're in a leadership position, even in your school, because I was working uh, part-time, like a part-time and also the le leadership. And then I was doing full-time, I think three or four classes most of the time. But yeah, that's, and that, that right there, once I, once I did got in a leadership position, just like you said, leadership is what <laughs> kind of stands out, you know, like, cause anybody can join an organization. There's organizations where people join, there's a hundred members and you could just say that, Hey, I'm part of a so-and-so organization. Hope that works. But really, if you put on your resume that you're an executive on that organization, that's when it's going to stand out. That's when they're going to know, okay, Hey, this person was actually involved and he was actually uh, doing more than just going to school and, and going to class. But it taught me a lot of uh, leadership lessons. Man, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that information. Um, if you, if you don't mind me asking what drives you overall, you know, you at, at the college level understood that you should get into organizations that's going to benefit your career, get into leadership positions. You went out of your way to make a website. Um, you landed a job at Google and then you are here with your own company. Now, what drives you to perform at the um, level you perform at? I think what drives me is just thinking about the overall future. You know, like I like to think about my, my family and how growing up, you know, like my parents, you know, they always taught me about the importance of hard work. And so I, like they would instill that into me, like at a younger age, like high school, <laughs> you know, like my mom, she was doing her, she had her side business, you know, I was working for some of her side business and everything. And and then my dad as well. 
So I just uh, learning from them drives me in the, and then maybe to take my career a little, little bit seriously as far as what I do now is going to impact what happens three, four years later. So that's when I started thinking like, hey, what can I do right now that's going to impact? So I always think about five years from now, what do I want the, my life to be? And I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it's difficult to, it was always hard for me to think like that because, you know, why not live for tomorrow, right? <laughs> you know, why not live for the next, the next couple months? But, and the, it's, but it's, it's just thinking about the future. And even now, this past year, I realized that putting in small efforts, like on a weekly basis, that's where you, when you get like the big payoff two years down the line versus trying to make something happen overnight. So you, you know, this having a podcast, you know, you can't just wake up one day and say, okay, let me start a podcast and let me be on the top charts, top of the charts. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what's, that's what drives me for sure. Thinking about the future. Man, that's, that's some powerful stuff for sure. Have you, have you, um, done any studies regarding instant gratification and how so many people in our society um, prefer instant gratification by any chance? Uh, not any studies, but I do, I do see it, you know, I do see it often, you know, it's like in, especially with these days, you know, like even with entrepreneurship and uh, the younger, younger generations, they really want they want to make it overnight pretty much still. And it's like, they see stuff, they see everything on social media, maybe on Instagram and people don't know like the back, the behind the scenes, you know? Definitely. So now people can just put on their Instagram that they're so-and-so, but, and they might be upset if they don't make it happen after like 30 days. So I, I learned that with entrepreneurship too. You know, it's like when I left my job, I was, uh, I realized that you can't, you don't expect to cover ever to, to make all this money within two weeks of you leaving your job, you know, if you haven't been putting in that effort before you left the job. So that's, that's why, I, that's how I see sometimes even with business it's like, all right, let me just start, let me start this business. And why am I not making any money next week? <laughs> so, and I think that's, that, that is a struggle. And in social media, I feel like it's, it even makes that a little bit worse, but yep. But I have noticed it. Man, that's I, I. You said at the end you you believe social media makes it worse. I do too. I I feel as if when it comes to social media, though, it's it's more like social media is exposing the behaviors of people that want instant gratification. Because, like you said, I mean, you don't know the work that a successful person is putting in to be successful. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for an individual to look at someone on social media that's successful and think, oh, I can do that. That's easy. Why not me? Um, and then they get to the point where they instantly want the results. And to be honest, man, I think it's in a way, I think for most people that are into instant gratification, if you ask me, they are not, they don't really like their trajectory. Um, because I feel as if when you really like your trajectory and you really understand what your potential is and what your future could be, then you actually look to what you can actually gain in your future like you do. You actually look at what your life could be like in five years. And because you look ahead, um, you're able to consistently put in the work to get to where you want to be versus people that 
you know, they want the instant gratification. And like I said, I think it's, I think it's a combination of just wanting stuff now, but also not necessarily, um, like they don't like, they don't like their trajectory. Like I said. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree. It's like, yeah, and they don't want to, it's like, they, they feel like something's wrong if, if something didn't happen quickly, you know? So that's most definitely, most definitely. Hey, you mentioned, um, with entrepreneurship, you know, you've noticed the desire to, you know, quit one's job or one wants to quit their job and then instantly make money. Um, and, you know, I just kind of want to ask you a question um, as a spinoff from that. Have you ever felt like you hit rock bottom or has there ever been a strong adversity in your entrepreneurship career or even if it's in your personal life that you would like to share with us today and how you overcame that adversity? Yeah, sure. I think, I think that would have to be like right when I left my job. So before I left my job, I was doing like consulting and trying to do some speaking like part-time. So I thought, Hey, this is a, this is going good, you know, saved up. So saved up a little bit of money. And then, cause I was like, okay, I'm, at least I'm making 50% of my expenses. So I should, if I leave my job, I should be able to make that hundred percent real easy. <laughs> so right when uh, I left, the bill started hitting. I was like, man, <laughs> this is, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it looks easy, but once you're really out there hundred percent full time, that's when it's like, you probably, uh, I started thinking like, man, I probably should have saved a little bit more money or I should, probably should have did a little bit more planning and like research about who my market is and like what kind of services I want to offer. And so that's when I was like, so that's like right when I left, that's when my, my, like my, I, I realized that, okay, my expenses were a lot more than I thought they were. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking, I was thinking, oh, it's easy, you know, but, but the problem was since I had a job, full-time job, I couldn't really feel it that what that much, you know, I thought things were going to be easy, you know? So like, that's when I like, okay, man, I got to think pretty quickly. So the first five, six months, it was like a struggle like financially because I, I didn't, that's when I didn't really realize how fast can money can go if you don't have like the, your all overall revenue covering all your expenses. So that's when I like, I had to kind of figure out what type of strategy I want, like start to spending more time uh, researching and reaching out to more organizations to, to, to have them as one of my clients and everything. But yeah, that's probably the first time where it was like kind of really stressful. And then I was like, man, I should have planned a little bit more. But um, yeah, that's that's why that's why I recommend planning more, planning as much as you can, and uh, saving up a little bit of reserves. So that's that's one lesson I learned, though. That's a that's a great lesson. I'm sure a lot of people can um, go to the bank with that lesson for sure. Yeah. Do you have Do you have any personal development practices? Personal development for me, uh, I think. I realize that I need to, on a yearly basis, like take a step back instead of always going, going hard all the time. I need to figure out, okay, how can I take a step back and figure out if, is what I'm doing actually working? Is what I'm doing actually work, actually making results? Because what can happen uh, that what can happen is you have your head down working for three years and then you, you realize that, man, why am I not going so like getting reaching my goals it's probably because you haven't figured out if what you're doing is working or if you're in, in 
you're not on the latest trends for some reason. And so taking a step back, maybe that could even be like a weekend out of town in the next, the city next to you. Like I remember when I lived in San Antonio, I would go to Austin real quick for a weekend just to like clear my mind and just figure out what I need to do to make the next few months good or the next year great. And so that's one thing that I've, that I've done. And I'm I'm even trying to wrap that up this year. Like early this year, I took like a week off, week to two weeks off just to focus and see where everything's headed and if I'm headed in the right, right direction. And then also, how can you learn and network with others too, like during the year? Like if maybe you're, if you're in business, like how can you go to like a conference or something, go, go to like local events or even if uh, whatever your, whatever your expertise is, you know, like how can you constantly get better? Because this mistake I feel like I've made in the past four years is I would learn something and then I would stick with that for the next two, three years and I'm not update my skill. So that's mm-hmm. one thing I want to, you know, start, start getting better at. And yeah, that's as far as our personal development, that's, that's one thing. And then, uh, of course, uh, time management, I know, I know I try to make to-do lists during the week and see what's, what it, where my week is going to be headed. It seems like you take a very humble approach to personal development. You know, you, you stop, you relax, um, instead of being like grind, 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 you stop, you relax, you reflect, and then you get back going, you know, and then you also mentioned going to workshops where you're obviously the student just in there learning and letting um, people educate you or give you information that you might didn't have, or, or maybe you did have it, but it's, they're adding um, some things that can sharpen your information. So that, that's a very humble approach. Most definitely. I haven't heard that approach um, on the show yet. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Definitely. You're welcome. Um, what do you think is the number one trait every successful person will have? I would say number one, I think it's just persistence, just a perseverance. Cause I think everybody that's like succeeded, they failed sometime. So if you can't get past those, those failures, then it's not going to look good. <laughs> you know, like you have to, you have to get, get, get back up. If something doesn't work out. Okay. Get up, figure out, okay, why didn't this work out? How can you do a little bit better? And then what, instead of blaming everybody else, you know, like what mistakes did you make? You know, what could you have done a little bit better instead of just uh, think, say, saying that, oh, the world's against me, you know, this didn't work out after I tried it for a few days. Let me go, let me move to the next thing. You know, just like being perseverance and staying focused on one, one goal, that's what's going to get the results instead of going from one goal to the next every other month, you know? <laughs> so, Most a- so let, let me ask you this in comparison to that, would you say that the number one mistake you see in young adults would be not being persistent or do you have um, a view that's different than that one? Do you think that um, essentially what I'm asking you is what, what is the number one mistake you believe you see in young adults? I would say, yeah, I think it's, I think it's persistence. I mean, I think it's first, like they should probably know, try to figure out, try, try a lot of different things, you know, like try instead of uh, like listening to everybody and following everybody else, what they're doing, you know, like try different things to figure out what works for you. You know, cause everybody, I feel like everybody's following the next person. And then the problem is, you know, 
you don't, you know, you don't end up being unique, you know, like think about, okay, how can you be unique to the world into your industry or even to your career? And then I feel like that's a little bit better. And yeah, cause I feel like sometimes people don't feel like standing out, you know, maybe they feel like, you know, why not, you know, we just fit in, but I feel like, uh, showing what you've done for, for well, let me give you an example. One thing that I've learned is you should tell people about what you've done. Like, let's say, for instance, you're a young adult. And I talk to many people. I talk to them on the phone. And they have so many great experiences. But, yeah, you look on their website, you look on their uh, LinkedIn, you don't see any of that. <laughs> you know, so, like, just like me and you were talking, you know, you show, I see on your website that you have the list that you've, uh, you've been on the top of the list for, for a while, you know, as far as podcasting, you know, and I feel like, people should not be afraid to stand out and tell people what they've done. Cause if they don't, if they don't say it, who's going to say it. So I think, mm -hmm. yeah, practices and also telling people about your experiences, try and be unique. Most definitely. I like that. So the, the number one trait you believe every successful person will have is persistence and being um, consistent after and take L's just continuing to persevere and fight through it. And then you believe that, the number one mistake you see in young adults is not being unique. They're not um, pursuing self-actualization at the end of the day. They're not pursuing um, who they are fully. Am I getting that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Man, I, I really do like that. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for self-actualization. And if we're being absolutely honest, I think whenever we grow up in a society that is pretty much governed by institutions, it could be really easy to lose your creativity, right? Like it could be, um, you go to school, um, you, you, you get systematic with how school is, and don't get me wrong, like education is a phenomenal thing. Institutions, on the other hand, that teaches you um, that you're supposed to um, get older, and as you're getting older, you're gonna do X, Y, Z, and then that's the end, right, you die. Like, I think a lot of people are losing or being suffocated from their creativity very early on. And so I've always, always, always promoted, I don't want to say being radical, but um, pursuing self-actualization. Like you said, you know, instead of always trying to listen to what someone else is telling you you should be doing or who you should be following what you want to do and who you truly want to become. Because I, I really do believe self-actualization is the number one key to fulfillment. And I mean, if we're looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, obviously it's at the top of the pyramid for a reason, right? Yeah. Um, what is your definition of success? Mine is just waking up and doing what you want to do, like being able to do what you want to do and like not stressing over like maybe expenses, you know, like doing what you want to do while not stressing <laughs> about the yeah, expenses. Cause I think that's that for me, that's always been it. You know, like I want to wake up cause I've had, I remember when I was working, I had all these ideas I'm like, man, you don't have to wait uh, two weeks, three weeks to try to implement some of these ideas on the weekends, you know, and try to maybe in the evenings, you know, but uh, so then now it's like, if I can, if, if, you, if I could just wake up and then, okay, implement an idea that I have, I feel like that's success. You know, that's, that's, that's definitely what I feel. Most definitely. I like it. Fulfillment. Fulfillment yep. is success. Most definitely. 
What is something you do on a daily basis that gets you a step closer to your goals? A daily basis, I would say I look at, I just look at my goals. Cause I remember a couple years ago, I had all these, all these, this list of all the goals I want to achieve, but I didn't look at it often throughout the year. So I would forget them. And then also I didn't have any dates to them. So I would say just creating a plan. And then I look at, I try to look at it uh, every night, like I would say a few times a week, you know, I look at the goals of what I want to do. And so that, that really keeps me on point and just like uh, being sure that I can able to reach them. Most definitely. Most definitely. I like that. Um, we are coming to a close of this episode. One thing that we do at the end of each episode is a one minute lesson from the guest to the audience. So if you wanted the audience to take something away from you that you can wrap up in 60 seconds, what would it be? I would say spend time to figure out what's the best fit for you. Uh, trying to figure out how can you stand out in your career because uh, standing out can really help you move forward and don't, yeah, don't, don't always follow everybody else's paths, figure out maybe there's a new way to do something. And then you can mm -hmm. be one of those people that have the, create the new thing, you know, and then just be at, at the end of every, at the end of the day, try to be persistent, even if it's not working out the first week, see if you can see if you have any progress, because I feel like so many people, they overlook progress. You know, instead of they, they have, they have, they have, they want, they want to get from point A to Z, but they don't realize that, Hey, and they're upset. They, they're upset that they don't make it to the ultimate goal, but they got to realize, Hey, ask yourself, are you better off than you were like last month? Are you making any progress? If you're making some progress, that may mean that eventually you're going to get to the goal. And that's what I would say. I love it. Thank you for joining me today on daily path. I, I really, I'm glad that I was able to bring you on the show. There's a lot of things that you have said that um, hasn't been said yet on the show. And I really do believe that a lot of our listeners can um, take what you've said to the bank. So thank you. For sure. Thanks for having me. Most definitely. Do you mind telling the audience where they can find you if um, they have any questions regarding marketing speaker, or maybe if they want to ask you any questions, an email, website, things like that, where, where can the um, audience find you? So it's a chrisinwest.com. And then on social media, on like LinkedIn and Instagram, I'm, it's chrisinwest. So you can find me on the social media networks and then also on my website. Most definitely. Um, thank you for every person that has tuned in to this informative episode. I really do hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. Um, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And until next time, do your best to look at your progress as our guest Chris has said and see if you're making progress and continue going. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr. coming to you with the number one goal of making the rest of our life the best of our life. I'll catch you on the next show. I want to be unique, got more than my kid I could teach I want you to hear when I speak, I want to free People imprisoned by stigmas and popular common beliefs Don't want you to think, I want you to feel Look down inside you and tell me what's real If you're unsure, then you're uncured We only get one life, man, it's a big deal Do you love what you do? Joe Winners Jr. here, thank you for tuning in to today's show For exclusive deals and free merchandise, subscribe to my newsletter by visiting www.joewintersjr.com 
please tell your friends and family to listen and subscribe to Daily Pat Podcast. If they're on a desktop, they can do so by visiting www.joeandisjunior.com and clicking on the podcast tab at the top of the screen. Then select iTunes or Spotify on that page. If they're on a phone, they can subscribe and listen by visiting www.joeandisjunior.com, clicking the three lines in the top left-hand corner of the page and accessing the podcast tab. From there, they can select iTunes or Spotify to listen and subscribe. You can also listen to episodes directly from our website by scrolling down to the bottom of the podcast tab page. You can also play a huge role in our efforts to give back to at-risk students by signing up to be a monthly contributor of Daily Path Podcast. Visit anchor.fm forward slash daily path forward slash support. For those of you who have already done so, I truly appreciate your support and couldn't be more grateful for the help. Thank you.